Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is January 1587. Mary remains a prisoner in Fotheringay Castle on the orders of Queen Elizabeth. She's been in captivity in England for nearly 20 years, and she's getting really bored. Oh, thank God you're here. Mum? But where are your books? I haven't brought any with me. Was I supposed to? Aren't you a librarian? Well, yes, but I don't carry them with me. There's too many. Oh. I've come to find out more about your likes and dislikes first. Then I'll have some sent to you. But I've run out. I need something to read. It's an emergency. Shh. I beg your pardon? Sorry, force of habit. The only thing I've got on me is this. What is it? It's a guidebook of the local area and a map. Yeah, you can keep that. Fair enough. What have you read recently? I've been reading a lot of history books. Uh, The Chronicles of the Emperors and Kings of Austria, the history of medieval kings of France, and English history, of course. And are you enjoying those? Very much. I am particularly drawn to your King Richard II and how he felt in the hands of his enemies. I can really relate. What about Scottish history? I was born in Scotland. I can converse in Scots, you know? Not not Gaelic, the language of the Highlands, uh, that I have trouble with. Yes. Well, with a name like Mary, Queen of Scots, I did think there would be a connection somewhere. You don't have a Scottish accent, though. That's because when my father died, I was dispatched to France to live with my mother's family. I was five. Stayed there till I was 19. Does that mean you can read books in French? Most of my books are in French, to be honest. It's my uh, dominant language. I particularly enjoy French poetry. Oh, really? Who do you like? Clément Marot, uh, Dubelet, uh, Ronsard. Uh, he sent me a first edition volume of his um, own poems once. <laughs> Be worth a fortune now. I wonder who's got it. The Romantics, then. Do you like romance? As a genre. I've got lots of Barbara Cartland. Yes, I think perhaps I do. I was married at 15, you know, to the Dauphin of France. Uh, wedding at Notre Dame, very romantic. Uh, had to insist I'd wear white. It's the colour of uh, mourning in France. I didn't know that. It's ironic, really. A year later, we were king and queen. We were happy for five minutes, and then just before he turned uh, 17, he died. I was queen dowager of France at uh, 18. Well, at least you could wear the dress again, then. I'd known him since I was a child. We were friends as well as husband and wife. And he died only six months after my own mother, so it was a difficult time. What did you do? 
I needed to marry again. I could either establish my throne in Scotland, in France, or in England. I had claims to all three. You needed a three-sided coin, really. I decided to go back to Scotland and have an adventure, <laughs> rather than live a quiet, undemanding life in France. Uh, England didn't appeal. And did you do much reading back in Scotland? I had an extensive library. Uh, books in English, Italian, Spanish and uh, the original Greek. Sounds bigger than ours. My collection of Greek and Latin was so large that I have left it in my will to the uh, University of St Andrews. I have items they have never seen. Can you tell me what your favourite books were? I had uh, The Rules of Chess, translated from the French by William Caxton. That's a game that's kept me busy over the years. Glad I learned it. We don't have that. I had a large number of um, medieval and modern Latin prose, including a copy of um, Buchanan's translation of the Psalms. He dedicated it to me personally. What Greek authors did you read? Homer, uh, Herodotus, Sophocles, uh, Euripides, Plato, uh, the classics. And actually I had the French translations of uh, Suetonius, uh, Plutarch, uh, Ovid and Cicero. Did you say you had Italian books? Yes, by the Cameron, Orlando Furioso, uh, Petriarch and uh, Marcus Aurelius. Anything in English? Uh, Acts of Parliament of uh, Queen Mary Tudor, uh, some medieval romances like the Arthurian legends or Roland, um, the Book of Hunting. Uh, three books on music. Uh, I played the lute and virginals. And in French? I had a book on astronomy and the sermons and prayers of my uncle, the Cardinal of Lorraine. Such wide reading tastes. That's going to help me a lot. I'm desperate. I'll read anything. Did you read a lot with... Darnley? He wasn't interested in improving his mind. He was single-minded in his pursuit of pleasure. Thoroughly spoiled and incredibly vain. But then he was handsome and six foot one, which was a bonus. Yes. I can't help noticing that you're very tall for a woman. I'm uh, five foot eleven. You'd be helpful in the library. You wouldn't need a stepladder for the top shelf. Mind you, we were uh, cousins and there was a four year age gap. But he was young and had the royal blood of England and Scotland in his veins. I mean, that is literally the plot of a Barbara Cartland. I was surprised when Queen Elizabeth suggested that we marry. Uh, he was Catholic. Was he? He got the measles, nearly died. I took care of him. Uh, then Elizabeth said we shouldn't marry. Sounds like something she'd say. She wasn't the only one to voice concerns. <laughs> the only person that encouraged me was my secretary for French correspondence, David Riccio, uh, Darnley's friend and companion. Why do I recognize that name? Because he was murdered, right in front of me. What? The Lords never liked Riccio, but that was Darnley's fault. Government kept being held up because Darnley was absent a lot. He was supposed to sign documents as my husband. Of course. Uh, a seal was created instead, but uh, Riccio had charge of it, which of course gave him a lot of power. Oh dear. They said we'd had an affair. They said I was under his spell and showing him favours. 
that I was banishing Protestant lords because of him. So they killed him? He was stabbed over 50 times. He clutched at my skirts, begging me to save his life, but they ripped him from me and dragged him off. This is like the plot of a gothic horror story. I sought my life, and that of my unborn child was next. I was convinced Darnley wanted us dead. What? The plan was to kill more than just Riccio. Uh, some jumped out of windows to avoid it. I, I fled to Stirling Castle, but still Darnley monitored me. How did you get out? I won him over by telling him that his future would be as bleak as mine under the new regime, and that we would both end up in prison. Very clever. I greeted the conspirators calmly and promised them a pardon. Did they release you both? I sent for the captain of the uh, royal guard and one of my pages. Uh, I begged them to help me escape. Uh, Darnley and I fled by horse to um, Dunbar Castle, which was owned by Boswell. This is like a classic action novel. I raised 8,000 men and re-entered Edinburgh just nine days after Riccio's murder. Did it bring you and Darnley closer together? Ha! Did it hell. He started sulking. I realised I hated him, but I couldn't do anything until my baby was born. It was an intolerable marriage. Did you separate? He went to Glasgow. He didn't even take part in the rejoicings when James was born. He was too busy sulking. Did you get a divorce? Didn't need to. He was murdered too. What? At 2am one night, the house where he was staying exploded. Are you telling me that his house was blown up? Captain William Blackadder, uh, a colleague of Boswell, was first on the scene and was promptly arrested. So Darnley was blown up? No. In a garden outside the town wall, his body and the body of his servant was found. Darnley was wearing his nightgown. They'd both been strangled. Right. Paging Miss Marple. It was obvious that he tried to escape in what he was wearing and had only managed to get that far. He wasn't even 21. Forgive me, but your life story sounds like the plot of an incredible novel. Try living it. Well, then what happened? I held a trial. Boswell was at the centre of it all, but he was acquitted. He invited all the nobles to a lavish feast and a manifesto was drawn up and signed. What was the manifesto for? To promote a marriage between myself and Boswell. He wanted you to marry him? He said that he'd been elected to be my husband by vote. I refused. There were too many scandals about Darnley's death and I couldn't be seen to be involved in that. Absolutely. What was he like? Anything like Darnley? <laughs> the exact opposite. Where Darnley was tall and handsome, Boswell was short and swarthy. He had a broken nose, large ears, suspicious eyes. He was rough and a bully. Classic bad guy, in other words. I was riding back to Edinburgh and Boswell warned me there was danger ahead. Said I should go to Dunbar instead. You didn't go, did you? I was taken there and the gates were locked behind me. 
Oh, no. He completed his abduction of me by physically taking me against my will. It, it meant that I had to marry him. He, he had dishonored me. We had had carnal knowledge, but it was taken, not given. But that's terrible, Mary. Boswell had to get a divorce so that he could marry me. This was only three months after Darnley's murder. My poor son, James, was only ten months old. He was taken from me and I never saw him again. This is so sad. Even Barbara wouldn't write a plot twist like that. Catherine Cookson, on the other hand... No one was able to speak to me without Boswell there. My chamber door was guarded at all hours, but he only lasted five weeks. His days were always numbered, so he rode off and escaped capture. I, I, I never saw him again. What happened to him? I hear he went to Denmark. He's in prison there. For life, if they've got any sense. Oh my goodness. He's written a book. We have it in the library. Has he? Yes. It must be his side of the story. It's called The Affairs of the Count of Bothwell. Well, I won't be borrowing that one. So, where did you go then? I was held captive for nearly a year on an island on a lock by the Douglas clan. This is extraordinary. I was depressed, pregnant and exhausted. I ended up having a miscarriage because of the stress. Oh, Mary, this is unbelievable. They told me to resign my crown. I refused. I was forced to sign the papers. I knew my life was in danger, so I tried to escape. Escape? Disguised myself as a laundress and got into a boat with the washing. But I was caught out by my smooth white hands and was returned. This is like something out of James Bond. The second attempt, I dressed as a countrywoman and just walked out of the main gate. I managed to get help to steal a horse and I fled. And it worked? Had to shave my head as my red hair would have been recognised. I left Scotland in a fishing boat and made my way to England. That was nearly 20 years ago. Phew. I bet you've gone through a lot of books in that time. You have no idea. Unless it's only just been published, I will have already read it. Oh. Well, that narrows things down. I didn't speak English very well when I arrived, so I've spent 20 years learning. It's not like I don't have the time, and it gave me more reading options. But why did you come to England and not France? Elizabeth was at the top of my help list. I said I wanted her help with my rebellious subjects. I thought as a woman she would understand. And did she? I wasn't stopped from communicating with her, but she didn't exactly welcome me with open arms either. What did she do? She held a conference at York to determine my role in the death of Darnley. I believed it would find me innocent and restore me to the Scottish throne. I don't think I need to ask what happened. I've been captive ever since. I was with uh, Shrewsbury and his wife Bess of Ardwick for a long time. 
And how was that? Uh, it started off well. Uh, we enjoyed each other's company. Then there was a rumor that I had carried his children and it soured the relationship after that. Yes, I can imagine it would. Now you're here at Fotheringhay. You name a county, I've probably lived there. I've just realised. I think we've got another book about you in the library. Oh, yes? It's by John Leslie. It's got a long title. Oh, it's uh, a defence of the honour of the right, high, mighty and noble Princess Marie, Queen of Scotland and Dowager of France, with a declaration as well of her right, title and interest to the succession of the Crown of England, as that the regiment of women is conformable to the law of God and nature. That's the one. How did you memorise that? (laughs) It's about me, isn't it? Have you read it? No, I'm not allowed. Can you get me a copy? I don't think the Queen would be very happy with me if she found out I'd done that. No, probably not. She wasn't happy when she found out about the Ridolfi plot, either. Were you involved with that? Uh, Indirectly. They were trying to get me to replace Elizabeth and asking the Pope to excommunicate her. Ah. Mind you, to her credit, she passed a bill removing my right to succeed to the English throne. That kept me alive. Temporarily. Temporarily? I got hold of a book on code started communicating secretly, or not so secretly as it turned out. So why are you still here? I've been convicted of uh, treason for trying to arrange Elizabeth's assassination. I've been sentenced to death. But when? I'm sure any day now, which is why I need some uh, good books to get me through the remaining time. I'm so weary of this life. It's not living. My son, King James, won't talk to me. Reading is the only pleasure I have. Someone really needs to write your biography before you leave us. Now wrote uh, the memorials of Mary Stuart in 1578, although he's missing the last nine years. Has anything interesting happened in the last nine years? Uh, in a word, no. Next time, it's Sir Francis Drake and the health and safety officer. That golden hind is a death trap. The Lost Text of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this person, visit our website, losttakesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79P and use the hashtag Lost Takes of History.